Ah, there you are. How you doing? This is Craig Beck, aka the Stop Drinking Expert, uh, the website that has helped hundreds of thousands of people to quit drinking without any of the usual nonsense, no embarrassing group meetings, no silly gimmicks, no willpower, no dangerous medication, um, and something you can do in the comfort of your own home. So if you're worried about your drinking, take action. Don't sit on the fence anymore, hoping that this will get better, because I can tell you in 13 years of doing this, one thing I know for sure is problems with alcohol never get better on their own. The spiral is downwards, not upwards. So if I'm talking about you, go to the website, stopdrinkingexpert.com, uh, sign up for today's free quit drinking webinar, engage in it, stay for the full webinar, and I'll give you a copy of my best-selling book, Alcohol Lied to Me, as a free gift just for turning up. So today, let's talk about alcohol-free drinks, uh, and I don't mean sodas and fruit juices, I mean uh, grown-up drinks that traditionally would have had alcohol but have been tinkered about with to make them suitable for sober people and people who want to avoid alcohol. Uh, and the reason I want to talk about this is because it is a subject that is one of those ones that comes up kind of on a regular basis. It's kind of contentious. It's very difficult to talk about it without offending someone. Uh, and so at this point, I'll remind you that being offended is a choice and choose not to be. So the reason I want to talk about this today is because I had an email from James. Uh, says, James, hi, uh, hi, Craig. I've been on the journey for two weeks now. All good. Not a single temptation. Uh, how do you see 0% alcoholic drinks fitting into your program? It feels kind of like I will be cheating. Your thoughts, please. Kind regards, James. So what gives? Uh, Alcohol-free beers, cheating? Uh, and opinions will vary on this. And I think what makes this a contentious issue is the fact that they're not alcohol-free. That's the big uh, exclamation mark here. To be considered alcohol-free, you have to have a uh, alcohol content lower than 0.5%. All right, so what's a standard beer? Between 4 and 6%, right? So to be stamped alcohol-free, it doesn't have to be alcohol-free. It has to be under 0.5% alcohol. And that's where this becomes a bit of a hot subject. If they were 100% zero alcohol, then I don't think we'd be having this debate. And a lot of people say that 0.5% is enough to reawaken the evil clown. It's enough to act as a trigger. And I buy that. I can get that. Um, and I think that's why... It's a very individual thing. And I don't want to give you my opinion as though it's fact. Like what I'm saying is, is this is how it goes and it's never any different. The truth is alcohol-free beers will be a trigger for some people. Which people? Well, that's the problem. You don't know who until they drink it. For me, they're not. I don't know why but they're just not. And for a lot of people, they're not. I occasionally have an alcohol-free beer. Um, some of them I like, some of them I don't, but I don't. when I drink them, I don't think, oh my God, I'm doing something really naughty, or oh my God, I'm, oh, I can taste that 0.5%. I, 
I can't taste any alcohol in them at all. Like I don't get the slightest hint. I don't get the slightest buzz. Or it's not. I don't have one and then immediately go and try and have another one. I don't find myself thinking about non-alcoholic beers all the time. And so because of that, I've come to the conclusion that they just, they don't affect me in the same way that alcohol does. So I, they, I feel like they're pretty safe for me to have. And the reason I drink them is I don't really like sweet drinks. So I don't like Coca-Cola. I don't really like drinking fruit juices. So 99% of the time I drink sparkling water, Perrier. That's, that's my go-to drink, Perrier. And I'm fine with that normally. But then every couple of months, I get really, really bored. <laughs> I'm like, my God, I'm so sick of drinking water. I just want something with a bit of flavor in it. And generally, I end up at an alcohol-free beer. All right. So to return to James's point, is it cheating? I don't see it as cheating as, at all, James. Um, you know, I think where they really come into their own, where they, they're really valuable, is when you're at a party. Uh, they're fantastic because you can stand with a bottle of non-alcoholic beer, your, your hand over the label, and you can stand nursing that thing all night. And what it does, it stops the problem drinkers from hassling you. You know, the one, if you were standing there drinking an orange juice, you can guarantee that a couple of problem drinkers who don't admit that they are problem drinkers would come up to you and say, why are you drinking orange juice? Come on, let me get you a proper drink. And then if you decline that, they'll be like, oh, come on, what's wrong with you? Party pooper, you're spoiling the mood. Come on, you're not as much fun. And like, oh, you've changed. And they'll, they'll put all that bullshit pressure on you to drink. Why? Because you, your act of raising your standards has highlighted their low standards. And you are causing them psychological pain, even as though they don't understand what's going on. None of these people are correctly labeling how they feel in this moment. They're not going, oh, he's highlighted my low standards. They're going, oh, this guy's ruining it for everyone. Why? Because unless everyone drinks the Kool-Aid and agrees that it's the right thing to do, then it shatters the illusion of safety in numbers. It shatters the illusion that the social proof around the activity validates the action of drinking poison. You know, problem drinkers subconsciously need to be able to look around the room at people they respect and say, but they're drinking it as well. So therefore, what I'm doing is okay. They need that validation. So when you drink a non-alcoholic drink in front of them, you cause a problem. And of course, they could join you in an orange juice but that's much more difficult. They're more likely because it is human nature to take the path of least resistance and drag you back down to their level. So non-alcoholic beer in that situation is fantastic because unless they're really OCD and they demand to inspect the label on your bottle, they're probably going to leave you alone. You just stand there nursing your bottle of beer, enjoying the conversation without all that nonsense pressure and, you know, manipulation that nobody likes or enjoys. So I think that's where they're fantastic. So James, look, if you're, you're two weeks into this journey, so you're still really early. Um, my gut feeling here is leave it another couple of weeks. All right. I want you to be 
at the point when you feel 100% solid in your convictions. All right. You know, when people say to me, oh, Craig, you know, I'm two weeks sober and I've got a vacation next week, I'm always a little bit worried. It's not long enough. You know, you need at least three weeks to create a new habit. You need a good month, really, just to feel comfortable in that new routine. So, James, don't touch any alcohol-free beers or spirits or wines for the first month. And then ask yourself the question, how confident do I feel? How solid in my sobriety do I feel? And if you're at 95 to 100%, have an alcohol-free beer and see how you feel. But just have one and see how you feel. Did it trigger anything? Did it make you crave another one? After that first one, did you start thinking about having another one? Or was one enough to quench your thirst? And if you're in a similar situation to me where it's not a problem, then knock yourself out, have an occasional alcohol-free beer. But if you find that you get into a routine of having five or six a night, every night, and your fridge is now full of the things, then you've got to start asking yourself a question about whether your relationship with this substance is natural. Yeah? Because any time anything becomes overly dominant in your life, it's edging towards being a problem. And this is not about alcohol. It's about anything. You know, if you were drinking eight cans of Coca-Cola a night, I would say you have a problem and you need to deal with it. You need to take hold of this and take action and reset your course. If you were, you know, eating a 12-inch pizza every single night of the week because you just loved it so much, I'd say, look, this is not good for you. This is out of balance. You need to make a, you know, a little correction on your course there. So it's not just about alcohol. This is about getting into good routines and good patterns. I don't think you need to stress too much about alcohol-free beers and things like that. Um, what might stress you out is the price of some of the things that they're selling. It's like uh, you can get alcohol-free spirits now. Most of them are awful. Um, the only ones that come close to being acceptable are the alcohol-free gins. You can get uh, Tanqueray alcohol-free. You can get Gordon's alcohol-free and various others. Um, and they do kind of taste a bit like gin. Uh, and they're quite refreshing if you mix them with tonic. But the problem is the manufacturers sell them at the same price as gin. And you, it's a complete ripoff. So you're buying what is basically a liter of flavored water for 20 pounds, for you know $25. It's a complete ripoff. And they're just absolutely milking us for money because they're not paying any alcohol duty on that. They're not paying any alcohol tax on the product. They're just basically putting it in the same bottle and charging us the same price. They're absolutely raking it in. And for me, that's enough not to buy it. I don't want to be ripped off 18 pounds, $25 for a bottle of flavored water. No chance. Anyway, but that's an entirely different subject. So I hope that helps, James. Let me know how you're getting on. And if you're watching this video and you have a question about alcohol or sobriety, don't forget you can email me anytime, craig at craigbeck.com. And if you're worried about your drinking, do yourself the biggest favor of your life. Go to the website right now, Stop Drinking Expert dot com.